What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 15 top 15 quarterback rankings, also splitting these QBs up into different tiers. Um, if you haven't already checked out my running back or wide receiver rankings, I went through my top 36 at each position yesterday. And then today I'll also be going through my top 15 or top 18 quarterbacks and then my top 15 defenses. So stay tuned for those. If you guys enjoy the video, just do me a huge favor and hit that like button really helps me out a ton, but let's dive right into the rankings and starting off in tier one, there are four quarterbacks that I have in this tier. I feel very confident playing any of these guys as my QB one. I'm going to start it off with Lamar Jackson. He's coming off a big week 14 game, and I just really like his matchup here against the Jaguars. I think of these tier one quarterbacks, he probably is the best matchup here. So that's why he's going to slot in as my uh, QB one behind Lamar. I have Jalen Hurts. I understand he's coming off a, a tough game in week 14, but prior to that, he had been very impressive at the quarterback position on the season. He's a high-end QB1, and I think the matchup is pretty solid here going up against the Seahawks. And then to close out tier one, I have two quarterbacks that are in the same matchup, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. Neither guy really has a great matchup here. Josh Allen going up against this Cowboys defense, and then Dak Prescott going up against this Bills defense, which really has been kind of tough as stopping opposing fantasy quarterbacks. So I have Allen as my QB3, Dak as my QB4, but like I said, these guys are all in the same tier. Dak has been lighting it up. If you want to just keep riding the hot hand, I totally get it. I really think, you know, kind of pick your poison with these top options. Now shifting into tier two, I'm going to have a three tier two quarterbacks. Going to start it off with Brock Purdy, another quarterback who's been playing very well as of late, especially in terms of fantasy production. I really like this matchup here against the Cardinals. The 49ers have the uh, highest implied point total this week. So Vegas is expecting them to put up a lot of points. If they're putting up points, Brock Purdy's probably having a pretty solid fantasy day. So that's why he's going to be leading my tier two. Then a guy who's definitely been a big riser over the last few weeks, this where I have Matthew Stafford. He had a pretty slow start to the season fantasy-wise, um, really started to pick it up over the past few weeks, and he's done that in really rough matchups. So back-to-back -back weeks, I believe he had the Browns, then the Ravens, impressive fantasy performances in both of those. Uh, Cooper Cup and Puga Nakua coming off big games in week 14. Now he gets rewarded with a really nice matchup here against the Commanders, um, definitely towards the top in terms of uh, fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. So I feel very solid about Matthew Stafford this week. And then wrapping up tier two, I'm going to have Justin Fields. Now he's definitely drawing a tougher matchup than Purdy and Stafford going up um, against the Browns here. But aside from like the slow start to the season and then the one game where he left with injury, um, Justin Fields has been playing at a very, very high level, especially for fantasy. He's getting the rushing production. Him and DJ Moore have been putting up numbers together. And even in this tough matchup, I like the way that mobile quarterbacks kind of have an out where even if they're struggling in terms of throwing the ball, they're not having a great game as a passer, they can get that rushing upside. You rush for 70 yards and rush for a touchdown, you're already setting yourself up with a very, very solid fantasy floor. So I think Justin Fields will be fine here in this matchup as like a mid-tier QB1 play. And then looking at tier three, I'm going to start this tier off with Sam Howell going up against the Rams here. Not a crazy matchup one way or the other. Um, this is pretty much where Sam Howell is slotted in on a point per game basis coming off the bye week. I think this is a fair spot for him. Uh, behind Sam Howell, I'm going to have Patrick Mahomes heading into the season. I definitely did not think I'd be ranking Sam Howell ahead of Patrick Mahomes in the fantasy playoffs, but that's honestly where we're at at this point. Sam Howell is kind of overachieved fantasy wise. Mahomes is underachieved a little bit. Not even saying it's his fault. I mean, the weapons around him, especially the wide receiver position, have been rough. It's not a great matchup here against the Saints, so that's why I have Mahomes here as my QB9. 
And then another quarterback with a really tough matchup this week, um, Trevor Lawrence going up against the Ravens. We did see Matthew Stafford put together a nice game against them last week. So it's not like this is a death sentence for Trevor Lawrence. He had been playing very well over the last few weeks, but obviously the matchup is going to ding him just a little bit. So he is going to be my QB 10 and wrapping up tier three. Now pivoting into tier four, these are going to be my back end QB ones and my high end QB twos. I'm going to start off this tier with Jordan Love. Um, He had a rough game on Monday night, no doubt about it. That was a spot where I thought he'd have a really nice game going up against that Giants team that, you know, obviously isn't a top unit. And he had been putting together really impressive performances leading up to that Monday night game. He did not come through. I get it. I think this is a nice bounce back opportunity. And just because he struggled in week uh, 14 doesn't mean that we just completely throw away everything he did leading up to that. He was really kind of turning it around. I like this matchup here against this Buccaneer secondary. So that's why he's going to be leading tier four for me. After Jordan Love, I have Kyler Murray. Now I understand why some people are going to be scared off by Kyler this week. There's no doubt it's a very tough matchup here going up against the 49ers. But I think Kyler Murray kind of falls into that Justin Fields argument I made, where even in a tough matchup, the rushing production is going to be there. I do think in a normal or plus matchup, Kyler would probably be in tier three, maybe even tier two if he was going up, you know, against a rough defense. So I think Kyler's definitely dropping here due to the matchup, but I still think he's a fringe QB one option. Behind Kyler, I'm rolling with Geno Smith. No guarantee that Geno's actually going to play this week. Um, If it ends up being Drew Locke, he'd probably also settle in in tier four, maybe drop him a couple spots. But I just really like this matchup here against the Eagles. This has been really just a smash matchup for teams, um, quarterbacks, and wide receivers. It's pretty much been the Eagles and the commanders for the quarterback position. Those are the matchups you want to be attacking. Geno Smith had the nice game against the Cowboys defense. That was impressive. We'll see if he's able to play this week. If he is, I like him as like a fringe QB1 option. And then I have Russell Wilson. Definitely hasn't had a crazy high ceiling week to week, but he's just been very, very consistent over the second half of the season. I like this matchup here against the Lions secondary that has definitely kind of been suspect over the past few weeks. We just saw Justin Fields put up a big game against them. So I like Jared Goff here as my QB 15. And then wrapping up this tier with Tua, this is just a tough matchup here going up against this Jets secondary. Tua hasn't been great over the uh, second half of the season. Now you have Tyreek Hill kind of banged up. Would still expect him to play, but if he's limited, that's definitely going to hurt Tua. So he is going to uh, wrap up tier four. And then tier five is just going to be two quarterbacks that I definitely think are playable, um, kind of new starters to their offense. The first guy here is going to be Jake Browning. He's been very impressive over the past two weeks. And if he replicates what he did in week 13 and week 14, he'll probably end up being ranked too low here. I do just think this Vikings defense has been really tough over the uh, past few weeks. They're really kind of turning it around. I still think Browning is definitely playable, um, but he is going to slide in here for me in tier five. And then the final quarterback here is going to be Joe Flacco. He's been the starter for two weeks. The uh, Browns clearly aren't scared to let him just go out and sling it. 40 plus pass attempts in uh, both of his starts. I think a lot of people, I've talked about this in a few different videos, I think a lot of people see this Bears defense and they think that's a matchup they want to attack. It's a really favorable matchup. And that was true early on in the season. That has not been the case uh, since the trade deadline. This unit has really turned it around. Honestly, the team as a whole has kind of turned it around, but for this specific video, the defense especially. So I still think Flacco's playable, but I wouldn't fire him up thinking you're getting like this smash matchup here. I mean, for example, like I had Justin Herbert, as my starting quarterback in my home league. 
Um, obviously, he's going to be out for the season, so I had to pivot. Flacco was someone I picked up off of waivers. He's the guy I'm firing up in my uh, first round of the playoffs, so I definitely think he's playable, um, and he's going to be the last guy in these rankings. So that's wrapping it up for my top 18. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, smash that like button and subscribe to the channel. Like I said at the top, running backs, wide receivers were posted yesterday. Quarterbacks for this video, tight ends, and defenses will be out today also. If you have any last fantasy questions, even in a couple days or so, we get some injury news, um, drop them down below. I will say CJ Stroud was not in this video. We don't know if he's going to play. We also don't really know the uh, status of Nico Collins. So there's just a lot up in the air. If we get farther news, you know, in a couple of days, you can just hit me in the comments and I'll make sure to get back to you as soon as I can. But thank you all again, and I'll see you in the next one.